0: This is your host, Xavier Evans.
1: This is your co-host, Brandon. And this is
0: your co-host, Charles. And you're listening to the Hypercast 2.0. I Whatever
1: was, O's, there it is.
0: Anyways. 2.01. Uh, if you've been a religious follower of us, <laughs> <laughs> our non-existent audience. Well, I won't say non-existent. That's kind of offensive to the people who are actually in our audience, but...
2: But hey, you the, listen. The goal you for... You matter.
0: Yes. Look at Charles being all nice and stuff. Uh, So... You might have seen the um, refresh on all of our different banners, graphics and so on. And the purpose of that was to symbolize the fact that we're simplifying ourselves. The hypercast is no longer a jumble of everything we could possibly think of and try to combine in terms of hobbies. The hypercast is now going to be more of a mainstream, popular culture, gaming and anime sort of thing. So we're still doing gaming and anime as our main focus with some other things. And I kid you not. If you look at the description for the podcast, it is literally a podcast about games and sometimes other things.
2: So, <laughs> something
0: other true.
1: things.
2: Depending <laughs> on what's going on that month.
0: Yeah. So please enjoy our new look. I, I really dig it.
1: Our new look and feel. All
0: right. So for this episode, let's get into the meat of things. Sorry, like two minutes in. We're gonna be talking at about. No eating on the podcast. Not eating. <laughs> yeah. What was that bag crinkling then? Okay, you know what? We're going off topic. I was folding
1: it up, okay? Leave as me you alone. Can,
0: as you can see, there has been no growth of the members here. <laughs> Shut up. Nathaniel's not here. You may have been able to tell. Get a guess. Anyways. <laughs> well, this episode will be about... The game. It was going to be games, but just to keep things brief and consistent and feasible and easy to digest, we're doing game we grew up with. A game we grew up with? No, just it game. sounds weird. Just say game. 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 No. English is already a bad language, so I'm going with game. Okay. GOM. GOM we
1: grew up with.
0: Got so the GOM we grew up with. <laughs> Alright. Brandon's gonna be starting us off since he wants to be the host right now. <laughs>
2: So, game did you grow up with, Brandon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so it's sort of like a. It's not really like a recent game. It came about, came out about ten years ago. Um, it's Batman: Arkham Asylum. The consoles it's out for PS3, Xbox 360, PC, and then with the bundle pack, uh, Batman: Return to Arkham. Which includes Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Now it's on PS4 and Xbox One. Of course, if everyone knows who Rock Study Studios is, they make the Batman Arkham games. Or they made them. Um, I don't remember how I got into the games or how I came across it. I think I just picked it up one day because, well, hey, it's Batman. I think everyone likes Batman. (laughs) Uh, but, like I said, it came out around 2009, and I think I got it in 2009 or 2010. Um, there's, like, so many memorable parts of the game. Memo- memorable.
0: Sure. Go with it.
1: However, <laughs> Go with it. However you say these English words. English. English. So, um, there's the Killer Croc. Killer Croc boss fight in the sewers where um, he's just like swimming in there and you have to make sure you don't go like running down these pallets in the sewers or like he'll come up and then start like chasing you down. Just have to be quiet and then make sure you try to get him when he comes up out of the water.
0: So it's a massive crocodile.
1: He used to be human and then he like did experiments on himself I think he had like some sort of disease and then he just became a huge crocodile. Or huge That's interesting. Croc.
0: That's interesting for a Batman game.
1: Well, I mean he's he's like a main Batman villain, but yeah. Then there's uh Scarecrow's fight where he, of course, hallucinates people, but he hallucinated Batman as in like He's like a huge version of himself, and you have to make sure he doesn't like spotlight you, or it's like game over, and then you have to go back to a certain point.
0: You know what would have been a good illusion for
1: Batman? What, mom, dad? Well, that actually happens because um, you're like walking around like uh in the morgue because like you're in Arkham Asylum, um. And it's like you're opening up body bags, and then it's like your mother and dad, and then it's like Scarecrow.
0: Bruh, alright, move on. (laughs) It's kind of dark.
1: Of course, I remember the combat of the game being so fluid and so amazing. You just beat up like a group of people, like probably up to 10 to 15 people around you, and then you just kick their ass. That's the thing about
0: the Arkham games that's always been interesting. Kind of weirded me out sometimes too. Batman can literally take on like twenty dudes at once.
1: Well, I mean, he was he trained himself in like all types of this arts, dude. This dude trained random. under um, what was his name? Ray Shagul Rash. Yeah. However, people want to say it, or Ras or Raish. People argue about it all the time. Um. Then one of the things I showed Xavier today was, um, it was another hallucination by Scarecrow, but, um, he pretends to crash the whole game, as in, like, the game, like, stutters and then it freezes and then it turns back, but you, like, play as in a hallucination as Joker and then you shoot Batman. But that was interesting because I remember, like, I got to that part when I was like nine or ten or however old I was. I know it was either before middle school, like fifth grade or sixth grade, nothing like that. But besides that point, I remember like turning off the game going, what's going on? And like it kept happening. So I'm going, OK, I'll just wait it out. And then like it goes through and going, oh, OK, I'm just stupid. Curly. Yeah, still are. Um, the last time I played the game was probably a few months ago because I like to play through the Batman Arkham games, at least like a few times, once a time a year, twice. H- however,
0: I cannot keep up that religion. Nope.
1: I know I'd like to start playing some of my older games um, like once, not like once a month, but like half a month dedicated to playing like a set of games like Sly Cooper or pokemon or even the batman arkham games and i would like to do that so yeah (laughs) you're the the
0: next pvg with zelda month
1: yeah yes. um i'm trying to remember the next part um how did it stand up to time or whatever
0: yeah how did it age
1: um it's not one of the definitive batman games because like there's batman arkham city which people say that's the best batman game but to me batman arkham knight is the best one because like you get to drive the batmobile in there
0: well looking at it objectively like how how would it stack up to that
1: one how would it stack up um if
0: you've played both you know
1: well if you played like all four games asylum city is origins there, and night
0: is there things that Could have definitely been improved on that you've seen in different games.
1: It could have been a little bit better. But for the first type of game, it was a detective based open world type game. And Asylum was sort of open world, but not really. Um, If you go to Arkham City, then, yeah, that's considered an open world, open world Batman game. But for just Asylum... For the time that when it came out, it was a good game. Today, it might still be considered a good game, but there's Arkham City and Arkham Knight, which they're the better games now. They just
0: build on what it did. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, And do I recommend it to the audience? Hell yeah. I recommend it to everybody.
0: Well, yeah. If you haven't seen the Batman games, it's... Usually what I from what I've seen, it's like really cool detective work followed by some really badass fight scenes or gameplay.
1: I mean if you played like the Spider Man games, the combat off of that I would say is based off of Batman Arkham. The Batman Arkham series. First? Or anyone that enjoys detective based games. Because there's some detective parts in the game as well. Alright, well thank you for that, Brandon. Or sneakily parts. Sneak. Yeah.
0: I'm going to start on my game, which is Star Fox Adventures. Star Fox Adventures was released on the Nintendo GameCube developed by Rare. Not Nintendo. (laughs) Rare. So that would explain why this game was so drastically different from the previous game in the franchise, which was, I believe it was Star Fox 64, if I'm not mistaken. Up to that point, Star Fox has been known for its on-rail shooters in the iconic R-Wings, just shooting your baddies, going level to level, fighting a boss at the end, occasionally seeing your rival wolf and whatnot. But this one kind of mixes it up by putting you in a puzzle platformer world with a very, very not normal for Star Fox story of rescuing this planet called Dinosaur Planet, where all the inhabitants are dinosaurs and... It's up to you to put this planet back together. This, And yes, this planet is in pieces. You have to put it back together by collecting these uh, items called spellstones. And also, you have to spiritually put the planet back together by collecting these spirits called Krizoa spirits. So yes, it is definitely not a normal Star Fox game. I don't think have a Star Fox games to
1: begin with. See, I didn't play like any of the older Nintendo games like... The stuff on GameCube, but I really want to play it. You miss out. But Nintendo like doesn't want to do anything for the Switch. You know,
0: for all the things that they have like rebooted on like the eShop and stuff, they have not really touched n sixty-four. Well, I guess on the Wii Shop they did with WiiWare. Yeah. But as far as GameCube is concerned, it has gotten the least love in terms of remakes. Even of the GameCube
2: probably with most of our childhoods. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was mine. The latest thing they probably done was remake the original Luigi's Mansion which didn't even run on the Wii because the Wii was reverse compatible with GameCube games, and that's just one of the ones that didn't
1: run. See, I'm, like, tempted to get, like, a GameCube just to get all these games and then play through I would, them.
0: I wouldn't even settle for that. Just get an actual Wii console because that's probably going to be more easier and just slap some GameCube games in there.
2: It's just so expensive. We just manage the work.
0: Interestingly enough, though, um, for Star Fox, I still own this game. Like, I have the CD that I got on my birthday at six years old um yeah i definitely want to say it my birthday 2006 because it wasn't until later that i would experience what Star Fox was supposed to be and i got it along with another game which is going to be a short honorable mention in the power of juju which is a huge collect-a-thon made by nickelodeon and uh Whoever made the Nickelodeon Mm. games back then? Uh, THQ. THQ. Oh my god! Can I
1: just mention something real fast? (laughs) Hold on, we're gonna have to save it just for the sake of continuity. (laughs) Okay. So,
0: one of the most memorable parts for me, and I even like experience like the music in my dreams sometimes. But from the ice caverns, uh, it's like the literally the second place you go to. The the. I don't want to call it Snowhorn. I think that's on the main planet. But, anyways, you get to ride this giant mammoth. You get to go inside these igloos that are like frozen, and you have to use Tricky to like dig through there to cl- go inside and solve whatever puzzle you need to solve. It, it, it's just so many great memories of just solving puzzles and collecting Krizoa spirits all over the planet. Those trials that uh, require you to remember or mash the A button like you're literally insane. Just are some of the most memorable parts for me, and um, to add to that, um, our my entire family played this game with me. Like there was just nights where all of us were going in on this game, and my dad had this crazy trick for like mashing a button for these strength challenges. He would take a spoon and he would just slide it over the game controller repeatedly until (laughs) he won. I was like, that's kind of (laughs) cheating, but whatever. So yeah, um, the last time I played it was probably 2012.
2: I was there. I actually watched you play it. You were there? Yeah, I watched you play. Remember? I made jokes about the the dinosaurs and all that. And you hit the dinos. You slap in the dinosaurs. Oh yeah,
0: being the dinosaurs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, you can hit NPCs. But
0: yeah, um, okay. Then I would say it was 2013 then, 14. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a blur. I'm gonna say 2014.
1: Every, so, every year, it's been. I spend. I, yeah, I remember I remember, if,
2: Kry- if you, I remember Crystal, and I remember that weird, slot, like, what the heck's this game? Huh. I remember I, the Crystal I, part. I remember, I, I I remember, remember. That, that weird.
0: Oh, where Fox was staring her down like a piece of meat. Yeah. 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 Like, the, the game is full of very funny parts, and it's also the game where Fox meets Crystal, who would, yes and no, become a character of the Star Fox series, but Motor doesn't want to do that. <laughs> Miyamoto doesn't want to acknowledge her. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, in my personal opinion, I think the game graphically has aged very well. I think it is one of the best looking GameCube games on the system. And it only came out in 2001. The GameCube spanned all the way to like what, like six. Anyways, it, I, I think it just looks amazing from what they did. They actually focused on like how this world looked, And um, the vegetation is just one of the first things that comes to my mind. And just how much it popped, like the locations are iconic. You could show me a small bit and I know where the geography was from, which is actually one of the challenges from the Kisro- Krozoa Spirits. So, yeah, definitely a very well designed game. The The voice acting was great and um the puzzles were also very fulfilling feeling. The downside is the underwhelming combat and the wing sections. Starwing sections have been watered down to literally nothing you collect the rings you're done just Sonic. Don't, just don't die yeah pretty much
2: Super Mario 64
0: um stop yeah don't do that Charles this game is not on that level uh, the combat it's very repetitive it's just you um, you engage with your enemies Fox automatically locks onto them and he goes in this like defensive stance where you can block or you can attack or you can adopt you can dodge. There's different ways to attack and you can mix it up if you like, but your options are limited. And for how many enemies you're going to be fighting, it can feel very repetitive and become like constant, probably like boring to the point you might want to just skip an enemy rather than actually fight them. Now, of course, if you played the game, played with the game enough, you can learn some cool things like Fox can use his staff's earthquake and just stab his blade into someone and use the earthquake to like blast him off, which is kind of like. Brutal, in my opinion. So, yeah, it's that's definitely like um, a downside, the underwhelming combat and the R-Wing sections, especially for traditional fans who are used to Star Fox taking place in their iconic R-Wings and blasting down foes. So Star Fox was my introduction to the Star Fox series, which some may not say is a good thing. But I definitely liked being introduced to, like, this version of Fox that felt very well-rounded. It was shortly after that I will play Star Fox Assault, and which was probably one of my most favorite games. I Most of my memories of that are, I say, like, actually, it's, it, it's not as potent as when I was playing with you, Charles, and the other guys in multiplayer. I say those are the best parts.
2: You mean us for idiots
0: and if the game had an online mode, I think it would have done great. But playing local co-op with people in the multiplayer mode and just shooting them, it was fun. I definitely won't say for me personally, it was as memorable as Star Fox Adventures, even though I did play them in almost the same time frame. I would recommend this game to those who don't mind a twist on a beloved series such as Star Fox with some fun gameplay elements and some quirky humor.
2: Quirky humor.
0: Yes. Crystal, you're like to piece of meat. Anyways, Charles. <laughs> Star Fox Assault actually does make a reference to Dinosaur Planet funny enough, and Crystal does become a quote-unquote canon member of the Star Fox team. Cole Miyamoto. Cole. <laughs> so, Charles... How about you take us off into
2: the last game? Well, like unlike your games, my game—it's hard for me to choose a game out of all. Of them. Then I thought about games I played a lot as a kid. So I thought about the game when I first came to this neighborhood, and that was Soul Calibur 2, which is pretty much an anime. Which I would say this—I would say this in the most dumb way possible. It's a pretty much an anime fighting game. It was made by Project Soul, published by Namco, and released on and released in two thousand two. It was a—it was for the GameCube. And as a kid, I played this quite a lot more than I would actually like to admit. Like I, like when I got home from school, I would always go on it, try to play it. Like as a kid, I I had a sense of I wanted to. This game was fun because it was it's a, it's a 3D fighting game, and you, it's, there's ringouts ring outs and all that. And as a kid, I just fell in love with the. I was like, I played it a lot. I it's been it was a weird. It's, it was honestly, it's fun. I'm very memorable for my stuff. And the game, well, it's not. Yeah, well, my memorable part about the game is probably the characters. I characters in the mission mode. The characters were all diverse. All the characters were interesting. All had interesting designs. Ranged from nightmare, to let's see, like something like lizard man who was like just a generic was a lizard. To somebody like Siegfried, Casavanis, K- and an excu- Ivy, and exclusive to the GameCube, Link as a playable character. But my most favorite character of all the characters, and you—I don't know if you could guess—was it it was Charade. who was a character who every time you would start battle with him, his weapons would be random. He would always start. He would start with a random weapon.
0: <laughs> Something funny about that
2: yeah his, every combat he would be a different every every time everything time you do a different man, like round it would be a different weapon he would always change his weapon so you could never predict what he had but yeah that was my favorite character probably all of them but nightmare was a second close, close second but mari parts about the game more Mario parts was the mission mode which probably drained up most of my time as a kid for that one year I did play it but it's rememberable there's a mission mode in the game where you pretty much had to do missions like oh beat this beat this battle within like so many seconds. All the quests are, there's they range from easy to insanely hard. There was two quests I remember off the top of my head, and they're both insanely hard. One mission was you had to play the three bonus arcade characters who you did not you didn't have yet. You literally couldn't unlock them until later in the game in then mission mode. So you had to play these three characters you never played before, and you had to fight three of the hardest characters, and then you had to fight the final boss. So it was pretty much you only had three lives. You only had those three characters. The play. once their HP went down, you go to the next character and like, Wait, it's like a battle royale. It was like a it was a it was like a battle royale. Like the mission was a battle royale. Wow, you had three characters, beat, <laughs> and they had four characters. I think it was four characters or five characters. I beat it, but it was annoying. <laughs> the other mission that stood out to me the most is the Shrade battle. You would fight Shrade, and is Shrade has like I think a hunt I think it was ten times a normal HP. <laughs> no and you had to beat him in like 30 seconds 30 seconds 30 seconds yeah that', that better. there's be only old. one way to beat him and as a ring there's only two ways to beat him there Was to ring him out which was insanely hard because the stage that you, that you were fighting him on had very slight windows for staging out so it was, that was a hard hmm. the other way to beat him which is probably my most favorite part about this game was in the game you could swap characters weapons to get different like abilities attacks and all that and nightmare had an ability from his sword called flame tongue what did he do oh yeah he had an insta kill attack what it it was a hard combination it was like it was like 10 10 or 11 buttons but it was an insta kill oh this is one of those
0: games with the large combinations
2: yeah to do like combo moves like mean, no it was like just but you had to press all these buttons within cassette, a succession and you would one shot the character Oh my god! So, th- th- you, would you say this game plays a little bit closer to Mortal Kombat, it, just for just to get an idea of how yeah, it, it plays? It's like, yeah, it's like Mortal Kombat, <clears throat> except <clears throat> it's like Mortal Kombat in the way that you do it, but slightly different because you can move around on the stage,
1: mm-hmm. like Tekken. Tekken, yeah, Tekken's oh, actually okay, more okay, so of a better closer one. to Tekken. Tekken better because okay. Tekken is made by a band a Namco, and I think some of the people that work on that worked, yeah. Yeah. Works on Soul Calibur. Um,
2: when I recommend, honestly, how, does, this, does this game age well? Honestly, it did and didn't. It still plays like the other game. So it, if you play, say, Soul Calibur 6, the newer one, and you jump to Soul Calibur 2, it won't be that different. Yeah, some characters will be different because Soul Calibur 6 is a reboot of the franchise. But the game still played pretty fun. Of course, I did. Of course, it didn't have. Sh- the only game with Shred was that game. So but I honestly loved playing the game aged decently I would say would you say there was anything it needed to improve on based on what you've seen in later titles <sighs> honestly later titles it would honestly be sometimes like honestly no it would actually like, other titles approved was diversity of weapons um in the newer ones I noticed you only, uh, you had different weapons but they were just they just all the same thing what I liked on the second one was each weapon is in a different like example link had a butterfly net it would do garbage damage but you could literally combo into oblivion with it wow <laughs> how do you use a butterfly <laughs> yeah the butterfly that was an actual weapon and it was godly on link if you could actually play link it was godly we're on hyrule warriors level now we, we just choose any weapon in the franchise and make it a weapon yeah i think also the flame rod was another weapon see i would like uh, to see link.
1: smash brothers in the style of like tekken to me hmm. I would, I would no. like to see it just to see how it would play. It would be weird. It,
2: it would but be. I, I would recommend the newer games a little bit more because those ones are more easier to play and they're more fleshed out. They even have a better. So they have better. They're more smoothed out. That's why the only thing the age of the game was the game was a little clunky still. Like you could, like example, I found an like, exploit of Lizard Man was Lizard Man had a jump attack. You would jump on their head and stab them repeatedly. I don't know why, as a kid, you just spammed it, CPUs wouldn't do much. CPUs didn't really. Fight back when it, but you can only play Lizardman arcade modes, arcade mode based stuff. But jump on head, stab repeatedly, rinse and repeat. Okay. But uh, okay. Who would
0: we'll, you re- recommend
2: this to? Honestly, I'd recommend people like fighting games, and wants uh, to go for a classic um game. games. This game scored super well. It actually has <clears> a, a nine point two. Wow. Um, it has a nine point two, and actually, you know,
0: I've seen a lot about the Soul Caliber game compared to the rest. Yeah. At least coverage-wise.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the newest one has a lot of coverage on it. Since yeah, like just like, reboots. I'm just saying, like, I, I since.
2: Know. The newer ones are... new. The newer ones are reboot, which is okay, which is being the franchise. It makes me a little disappointed for characters like, example, Shrade. I don't know if he's going to be in it, because how Shrade's character was supposed to be is... Supposed to be based off the soul fragments, but
1: yeah. well, I mean, he could be in it because there's more DLC, you yeah, know. That's in. what I'm hoping
2: for right now. I know I've seen some, I've seen some classics coming already. And also, another thing I love about the Soul Calibur franchise every time it would get released onto a platform, there was always a special character that was released on it, like Link for GameCube. I think,
1: um, see, um, Spawn God, was uh, for Xbox, Spawn was for Xbox. Hey, what's it Heyachi? Yeah, it was Hayachi. I think it, Hayachi. For PlayStation. Oh, okay. So each version you played was different. Um I know And then I don't think like Soul Calibur Three had anything. I know, um, I think Jedi. Oh my god, I'm trying to remember. The, Soul Calibur four yeah. had Star Wars. Yeah. Soul Calibur Five had Ezio. And then Soul <laughs> Calibur Six uh, well had Geralt from The Witcher. And then DLC. Oh, oh, I remember
0: that, yeah. And yeah. then
1: now uh, Hey Maru from a Samurai Showdown.
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting series. How how I came across the Soul Calibur series was I saw um a video of Link in the game, and I was like, okay, is this a mod? But no, it it was actually a real thing in another game. I was like, wow, someone actually did that in their game that wasn't made by Nintendo.
1: See, I know like I know I seen like the Soul Calibur series before when I was a kid, and I think. <laughs> I think I either bought Soul Calibur 5 or like I rented it, but um. Oh, Soul Calibur 3 was Dante.
0: Big freaking whoop. Now what? featuring Dante from Devil May Cry.
2: That's yeah, Soul Calibur 3, Dante. <laughs> no, I know it was Scrapped. He was Scrapped. No, it was Not featuring Dante from Devil no, May it Cry. No, it was Scrapped. Apparently he was in the game, but it was Scrapped. But no, the character who was in it was Kozmoz. K O S dash mos
1: moss cosmos from the xeno saga series oh for real
2: wow that's like jesus that's like ancient monster. Z- yeah yeah oh yeah um the, for the four one it was yoda darth vader uh star killer and the yeah, Star killer
0: that's a lot they're trying to be the the super smash bros of tekken
2: nah that's cross that at this point
0: <laughs> i guess so all right well that's been all of our games for this I'd like to say decently length episode if editing doesn't go crazy. So uh last thoughts on our games that we grew up with.
1: Play the Arkham series, please. And one more thought I had. Like I just want like one honorable mention. One game I remember playing a lot, also along like Sly Cooper and uh Pokemon. There was this uh TV adapted game from THQ Nicktoons Unite. Goodbye. It, the main <laughs> characters was like Danny Phantom, Jimmy Neutron, I remember. Timmy it. Turner, I or SpongeBob SquarePants.
0: It, it looked horrifying.
1: <laughs> but the game was so good. I remember. And really then good. I know there's a sequel called like Nicktoons Unite Battle for Volcano Island or something like that.
0: Wait, is it when everybody looked 3D? (laughs) d
1: Well, I mean, both of them were like 3D, and then there was like a 2D one for uh, the DS. There's one that gave me nightmares. I can't remember which one it is, though. I think there's like four games for it, but besides the point, yeah. Play the Arkham games, please.
0: Yes. Give Star Fox Adventures a chance, even if you're a longtime Star Fox fan who's never heard of it. Charles?
2: Well. Any thoughts? Wow. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, any thoughts? I'm trying, I, was, I, was, I was brain dead for a second. Um, any thoughts? Honestly, I would honestly say I would love the PlayStation Cup too if you guys just to watch you suffer in the mission mode. Maybe one day. We'll, we'll probably throw it on the YouTube channel if it happens. You know, I'll buy it. It's like five bucks.
0: Well, it's on the GameCube. We'll need to get a Wii as well. If one of us doesn't already have one. You have a Wii. Don't wait.
2: No, you sold your Wii. God damn it. Yep. You have a Wii, Brandon? No. I'm gonna have to borrow my weed then. Sweet. All right, guys.
0: Awesome. This has been our favorite game growing up. We'll see you guys next time on the Hypercast. And I'm not going to say <laughs> I'm not going to spoil which topic it's going to be. I'll I'll leave that up to you guys to decide. Um, Think Onichan. As shut up, Charles. As <laughs> always, um, you can reach out to us on the Kickback Twitter page at Kickback Boys at Kickback Boys One on facebook you can reach out to us at kickback boys just quick plug for my twitter not gonna bother with instagram you can reach me on lycerious which is l y s e r i u s all previous episodes are now outdated as for my twitter handle my new twitter handle is lycerious
1: you'll see me on twitter uh i'll just block out instagram you can Look at it for previous episodes, I guess. Um, for Twitter, at uh, vextro55. I've been using that a lot, of course, all the time. V E X T R O 5 5. Charles is on Reddit,
2: but that doesn't really matter. Then I'm also on Instagram, but then that's like nobody ever bothers me. But I have a Twitter, but I can't use it in public. So just make a different Twitter. Jesus. I'm going to make a new Twitter. Yeah. But yeah. See you guys have a new Twitter. Brandon, I'm with a bitch <laughs> slap you. Stop throwing things. We already talked
0: about that. Alright, we'll see you guys next episode. See
2: ya, guys. See ya. I'm gonna kill Brandon.